Hi everyone, welcome to my dad's podcast. What's up and welcome back to another episode. How are you doing today? I have a question for you and really it's just a question for the world in general. Why do we try and separate mental and physical health? Like, why do we think that those are two separate things? Why, why do we think that our mental health doesn't affect our physical health and our physical health doesn't affect our mental health? Like, it all affects this, this being, this body, this nervous system, this brain that we have. It all affects it. So why do therapists never talk about uh, physical health? Or most of them don't. And why do, uh, when people are learning how to be personal trainers or learning how to, for most of the, most people like um, nutritionists and people in the fitness and nutrition world, why do they never learn about mental health? Why is that not, why is it not prerequisite that we take a look at every aspect of health and overall well-being and there's there there are people who do that that's what that's what i do but and there are other people who do it probably way better than i do debatable but (laughs) um why is that the exception and not the norm why is that almost like weird like people find out what I do, for example, and they're like, oh my gosh, like, that's so cool. And it's so like surprising that somebody could kind of combine and and do something like I do. And it's all like, obviously, like, I don't take insurance. Um, you know, it's not mainstream. It's not like it's, uh, I'm have billboards advertising and shit like that. And most people who do something similar to what I do don't, but like, Do we really think that being really overweight, eating a bunch of shit food, and getting no exercise doesn't have an impact on your mental health? And do we really think that, you know, obsessively going to the gym because you don't feel good enough and, um, or to excessively exercise to cope with anxiety? Do we really think that that's not impacting your mental health? Like, here's the thing. If you are struggling with anxiety, depression, PTSD, social anxiety, insomnia, any of that stuff, the research says exercise will help 10 out of 10 times it might not be like an immediate pill quick fix but it will help you improve oh especially over time given a long enough time frame it will it's more effective than medication in most of those cases unless it's like really really acutely severe and you need intervention now But if you're struggling with your mood, if you're struggling with anxiety, getting outside, moving, eating better foods, all that stuff is going to help your mental health. There's no way because we're also talking about inflammation. 
Like if your physical body is unhealthy, you're likely dealing with inflammation. And if you're dealing with inflammation, that affects your brain. Uh, my coach talks about you know brain inflammation all the time. But one thing she doesn't talk about is that one of the things, and shout out Lindsay, if you're listening, uh, one thing she doesn't talk about is one of the things that you can do for brain inflammation that, that reduces it is exercise. Getting blood flow to your brain, getting feel-good chemicals pumped into your brain piece is going to help you. It's, there's other aspects too, not to mention like, you know, you're more likely to appreciate your body. You're more likely to like how you look. You are also, I think one of the biggest benefits is like you are making an effort. You are, you're giving your, you're giving yourself a gift. I recently got to know somebody who was a very, very busy um, doctor and she would take time out for an hour every day, or not every day, I think like three three times a week during the week to go work out with her personal trainer. And I was like, dang, like dedication to doing something for yourself. And it has a huge impact. It's something like, I'm a big advocate for my own clients who, like, here's an example. I have a client who's struggling with some some pretty bad PTSD. Um, he had somebody break into his house in the middle of the night um, and had to actually literally, like, fight the intruder off, and he successfully did. Not shocking. He's had some trouble sleeping, had some PTSD, um, lots of stuff coming from that and one of the things that he and I talked about recently was like let's do something that makes you feel strong like the PTSD is is there's a lot of ripple effects and a lot of stuff and I'm not going to get into exactly what he's struggling with but um doing stuff that makes us feel strong excellent for you like ladies I'm a huge advocate of strength training for women because um, it's so good for you on a physical level like bone health is so important when you get older um, muscle as much having as much muscle as you can is important and no you're not going to get bulky um, I promise especially if you're you know in your mid to late 30s or, or after you're not going to get bulky from from lifting weights you're going to get strong um, and you're going to do yourself some big favors. Not to mention, there's just, you know, there's just good shit comes from, like, making you feel strong. Because there's lots of things in, in life that are, have made us all feel weak. And so doing shit that makes you feel strong is beneficial to your mental health. I had a client um, last year who, wonderful client, loved her to death, but she was struggling with the loss of a child. She lost a child in, in childbirth, and she was grieving that. And she, long story, but she was mad at somebody. She, there was some anger involved, right, and rightfully so. 
Um, and so one of the things that she did is three, four days a week, she would go to the gym and lift heavy ass weights and just like, just get that energy out. Some of us have like a lot of stuck emotion in our body and working out, lifting heavy shit, like moving that energy, running, walking, um, you know, pushing, pulling, uh, doing all the things helps move that energy. I have a slam ball that I just bought so I can take it to the gym right by my house and slam the shit out of it when I'm just feeling like I need to get some shit out. It's a healthy way if you're mindful and if you're present and if you're intentional about what you're doing, it's a healthy way to process emotions. I, I've seen people that I know must be doing this because I can see them like tearing up while they're working out. I've seen that before in gyms. And I've experienced that before. You think that processing your emotions and moving emotions by by lifting weights or or punching a punching bag or slamming a slam ball or or just going for a long ass nice run. You think that isn't healthy? You're crazy. And yet we don't talk about it. There's that whole trend that's going around on on the different social media apps where they say 1.7 billion dollars were spent on uh health in in 2021 and not a single penny of it went towards actually teaching people how to be healthy and it's so true we're more physically ill than ever and we're more mentally ill than ever and not very many people who are high up are talking about things that will yield actual healthy lives and so here's the thing like you can't focus too much on on one thing you can't put all your eggs in the physical health basket. I've known some people who are in incredible shape enough to, you know, step on a stage and be, you know, some type of like figure competitor who just the most insecure and uh, anxious and just struggling in their head person. It's one of them that I've ever known. And you can't neglect your physical body and only focus on this gray matter between your ears. They are inevitably connected forever. And so as I've gotten older, wiser, and learned more, I more now look at my exercise routine and my movement and the food I eat, especially the food I eat, as something I do to support my mental health. Especially with food. I don't really talk too often about my own personal diet because I don't necessarily think it's relevant for everybody and it's taken me a long time of twists and turns and um, different iterations to get here. But I've landed pretty much on very moderate. Um, I will eat only foods I enjoy. And 
I try to keep that inside of a couple of rules. And the rules for me are I try to eat as many just whole foods as I can. Just meaning I try to eat stuff that the ingredients are only like real foods. I try to stay away from all the seed oils and shit like that. And I try to stay away from, and I know I do stay away from sugar. I do allow myself like, you know, stuff occasionally, but I don't, when I say sugar, I mean, I stay away from stuff that is just sugar. Like I'll eat like a donut or a cupcake or whatever. At least there's other things in that than just straight sugar. Like a bag of jelly beans will be like, the only thing in there will be like 49 carbohydrates and 47 of them come from sugar. Or a, a full sugar Coke is just all sugar straight to my veins. It makes me feel anxious and then I get a crash. And quite honestly, it's easier to make better food choices when I know that it's not just... A, I know that I'm not over-restrictive, and if I really feel like I need something, I will. But B, when it's not just supporting my physical health and something I can't see, it's supporting my mental health, and I can see the effects of it right away. Like, the food that you eat, it matters for your mental health. Like, you cannot eat McDonald's every single day and be operating at your highest mental health. Like, I really think that, you know, if we look at food first and we look at, like, is someone getting any type of activity and we look at those things first or at least in conjunction with starting off any type of mental health, air quotes, interventions, like, that plays a huge part. That's wildly more successful. And I think that's one of the reasons why I, time and time and time again, my clients tell me, Chris, this is way more effective than therapy. Because it's like more holistic, meaning more all-inclusive. I'm looking at the whole person. And this is how I treat myself too. And I know a lot of how, a lot of where people get hung up is I don't have time for a workout. I don't have the energy for a workout. Or we we think that certain things have to apply for it to be an air quotes workout. I can tell you that just going for a 20 minute walk and doing some push-ups and some squats in my house, that's enough. Like legitimately, like that is enough movement. Um to have a, a very positive benefit on my mental health. Because there have been times in the last year where I've been dealing with injuries or I've been dealing with illnesses where that's all I can do. And that's fine. And, and even during the times when I have been dealing with um, significant injury where I couldn't really exercise much, I try to walk and I try to still make sure I eat good. And not just let my diet go out the window simply because I can't exercise. Now, again, that doesn't mean be overly restrictive. There needs to be moderation in everything. But, 
many, like if you haven't worked out in forever, just start by walking. You will feel so much better. You're getting outside. You're getting fresh air. You're getting movement. You're taking a few minutes to do something for yourself. Start small. And build your way up if you want to. But walking has been shown to have a lot of benefits. Way more than you would think. It doesn't have to be some thing where you get a certain amount of splat points or you burn a certain amount of calories. Like I think that you know the obsession with calories burned in a workout is one of the biggest uh, injustices and fallacies that uh, the fitness industry has has you know pushed on us because a it's not accurate and b it really doesn't matter how many calories you burn in a workout it's irrelevant it's not like those are extra calories either like you would have burned calories if you were sleeping during that time too <laughs> yeah we think oh i burned 800 calories well like yeah you know a that's inaccurate and b it's not like you burned 800 extra calories Anyways, that's a whole nother episode. It doesn't have to be something crazy intense. It doesn't have to be something that's like completely annihilates you and kicks your butt. In fact, my thoughts on my own workouts is like this is this needs to be something that adds to my energy throughout the day and not makes me tired for the rest of the day because I overdid it. Simple. And so if you are struggling with anxiety, depression, PTSD, anything along those lines, yes, obviously, like work on your mental health, like work with somebody, take medication if that's what you need to. Also understand that getting some type of exercise and eating decent foods is going to support your mental health. We can't separate the two. And I, I get so frustrated when people focus on one or the other. You know, you can't just focus on your fitness and, you know, think that that's going to solve all your mental health problems. And you can't neglect it. Like, there has to be a happy medium. And we have to start looking at ourselves as whole human beings and, like, moving towards wellness and thriving instead of compartmentalizing certain areas like you're not you haven't worked out for the last five years and you haven't done shit okay cool if you go on three walks this week for 20 minutes that's progress that's more that's something better for yourself and i guarantee you you will feel good you will feel better and you will start to see the benefit of that right away so if better mental health is your objective if you're going through something difficult if um, you've been going through something difficult for a long time whether it's a acute thing or or a more ongoing thing or you have any type of mental health diagnosis you will not go wrong focusing some energy on your physical health meaning your exercise and the food that you're eating. I promise you, I guarantee you, you just won't.
And if anybody tells you any different, I will mud wrestle them in a speedo. And I will win because I will have the power of being right on my side. Um, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know where that came from. I don't apologize, though, because I cracked myself up. So the point is, let's start to focus on actually moving towards mental, emotional, and physical health and thriving in those areas. And let's look at all the different areas that apply, and then let's just try to make a little bit of progress. The problem with people when they go down this road of I'm going to, you know, work on my physical health is they try for that all or nothing bullshit. And that doesn't work. That fucks with your mental health. You're gonna have to learn to get out of that. You're gonna have to learn to cut yourself some slack. You're gonna have to learn self-compassion and self-honesty. Like, honestly, I don't feel well enough and I don't have the time today to work out to do an extra to do a workout today I just don't and that doesn't mean that I need to beat myself up that's the honest truth doing a attempting to do a workout today would probably be detrimental to me cool that doesn't mean that I'd, I'd have to eat like a complete clown or skip it for the rest of the week, I can do it tomorrow. Or I can, you know, whatever. However my schedule works out. So I think that's when exercise and eating can turn into negative mental health effects. But that's an opportunity to work on that and to work on self-compassion as you are trying to get exercise and trying to be realistic with yourself. So keep that in mind. The all or nothing bullshit has to go. That is the bane of the fitness industry, the weight loss industry, the diet industry, all that stuff. And it's everything that I've been against since way back when. Because that impacts your mental health. And so if you can practice being moderate with yourself and just taking steps in the right direction and getting out of that all or nothing mindset. You will be able to better your mental and your physical health. So let's stop trying to separate the two. Let's move towards something that is beneficial to all of us. And let's stop pretending that like, you don't have to have a six-pack. That's 100% true. But let's stop pretending that completely neglecting yourself, your physical self, is not impacting our overall wellness. And, like, I get it. I've neglected the shit out of myself when I was really struggling with my mental health. And I was 300 pounds. And it might be hard to hear. Like it was for me, a hard realization. I'm going to have to really make some changes. And that's okay. We can 
be honest with ourselves and have self-compassion at the same time. I love you and I only want the best for you. And I, I, my wish for you is that we can start to work on all of these aspects at once and we can start to move towards a place where we're no longer at this mental and physical deficiency in our lives and we're not focusing on one thing too much and one another thing not enough. Thank you for joining me today. I really appreciate it. I hope that you um, are doing well and I hope that I will, I will blah, blah, blah. I'm, I lost it here at the end. <laughs> I hope you have a wonderful day and I will talk to you on the next one. Take care.